Blog Talk Radio. How you doing? This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. You certainly did. Man, uh, what a crazy day. Hey, first off, before we start today's show, I want to, uh, again, apologize to everybody who might have tuned in yesterday and, um, you know, didn't find us. Oh, my gosh. Uh, now, what, what happens, ladies and gentlemen, I live in South Florida, and this time of year, we're right in the middle of storm season. Every so often, not every day, um, but every so often, we get these just crazy killer storms that come in off the ocean, and um, it it knocks the power out in our neighborhood. And we live in a nice neighborhood, too, but I don't know. Um, so you have to wait for the power to come back on. Usually, it's pretty quick, a couple seconds, maybe a minute. And um, But what's a pain is it takes like 10 minutes then for all of our computer systems to reboot. So if you're in the middle of a show and the power goes out, you know, you're out of luck. Um, so we moved yesterday's show to next Tuesday. So uh, 6, o'clock next, 6 o'clock Eastern next Tuesday, 3 o'clock in the Pacific, we'll be, um, I'll be speaking to Johnny Sweet, writing director of the fantastic new documentary called Last Call. And um, it's, it's, it's about the uh, New York City bars these neighborhood bars uh, that got closed down uh, with COVID and whatnot. And, uh, and the people, everybody in the community affected. Real, real cool documentary. I watched it the other day. But today, today, um, you know, today it's a beautiful day. It's, uh, I'm looking out the uh, windows right now at the palm trees out here and the blue sky behind them. It's just blue sky and sunny because I guess the world knows, the universe knows our guest today, you know, uh, it always has to be blue skies with her. It is uh, Miss uh, Tracy Birdsall, one of my favorite actresses and sci-fi fan and just all around. She's cool, turned up to 10. I just love her to death. Tracy, how are you? I'm good. What a nice intro. Thank you, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course the sun's out. It's Tracy Birdsall, you know. Um, Tracy, one of the things. Um, you know, and I'm I'm not being cheeky or anything. Um, you know, you are I would argue one of the best looking women in science fiction. Um, Scarlett Johansson, I'm looking at you too. But sorry, Tracy's right up there in the lead. Um, and you've Aww. always been a sci-fi fan, right? Always been, always been. <laughs> I remember. I'll never forget, I think the first time we had you on the show, you and I, I don't know, you had you had done something, you were in England, and you went to a, like a Doctor Who thing, and I mistakenly said, oh, she filmed some Doctor Who, and you're like, no, Jamie, you nerd, it was just a thing I went to. <laughs> and, um, I, I was cool being with, a nerd, you know. I, went to, I went to the Doctor Who experience. <laughs> I would have went, I would have nerded out right there with you. Um, I think that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, you grew up in Southern California, though, right? And you always knew acting and entertainment was where you were going to be doing, as I understand it. 
I I did. I mean, it was it was natural for me, and I I enjoyed it so much. And I I'm still a big kid. I mean, but I always lived in imagination land, and so I was getting the training in order to be able to steer everything in the right direction, you know. But I, I would say that I kind of always knew that that's the direction I was going to go in. I never had a point where I decided it. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Let me ask you this: I grew up with three sisters, so. Uh, and one was involved in pageants. Oh my gosh, that was that was zany. Uh, but all, this same sister also was did everything else, you know, ballet and interpretive dance, whatever. It, all I know yeah. is every weekend we'd be going to some kind of recital of something. You know, did you do all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff as well? All the uh, extra activities. Yeah. It was a little different um, growing up in Burbank um, because everybody, you know, went to, you know, singing and dancing classes. But since we were, like, in Studio Central, we went to, like, professional, like, really professional dance studios. Um, I went to Gary Dance, which is still a thing. So we didn't do a lot of recitals. But every, you know, Mm. every, I'd say, four to six months, we we put on a show of some kind. And I remember one of the first shows I performed at, there were like a thousand people there and I was just a little tiny. Oh my tight, and, yeah, I know. Wow. And it was really exciting. And it was enough to get that, that adrenaline going and to realize that it doesn't make you nervous. It excites you to entertain those people. That's, that's awesome. And then you were probably hooked after that. I imagine, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. <laughs> wow. It, it, it felt, it felt more, yeah, it felt, it actually felt natural and normal to me. You know, it was just, nice. um, it was, yeah, it was just, it was just a flow and I, I just really enjoyed it. So I tried, I tried doing these like little roller skating shows in the breezeway at our house and selling tickets to the neighborhood and nobody bought tickets. So, uh. <laughs> but, but, so we started letting people come for free. It was just, I mean, really little, so but I loved, I, oh, I loved performing even then. I remember choreographing these things and putting so much effort into them, man. That's funny. My uh, my wife and sister-in-law, a couple years back, I don't know, there was some roller derby movie or, I don't know, they they got on a, they get on these weird kicks every so often. You know, young, young women. And um, they decided uh, roller derby was for them and went and bought skates and everything. I think they went to one thing and had a crash and or a, a bad fall. <laughs> that was the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, I actually worked for the uh, rollerblade company for a long time because I got really into oh, ramp wow. work and stuff, which wasn't as common, you know, back back when I was mm. in my 20s. But I actually took roller rollerblading and roller skating really seriously. I just loved it. That's awesome. That is fantastic. I tried a pair of rollerblades one time and um, – you know, I, I, this girl I was dating at the time was real. She was real into it. Well, not like like you, but but she would go every day and go around the park and stuff. You know, for health. Yeah. And uh, I watched that her counts. after my one day of rollerblading. <laughs> and I would go and walk. That's actually good at that. really I have funny. weak ankles apparently. Similar to ice skating. Yeah. Yeah, similar to ice yeah, skating. No you know, and they do. They they do make little braces for your ankles if you have weak ankles. <laughs> well, I'm glad she didn't know that. I would have had those braces on. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> um, not even in a fun way. Crazy, crazy. No. Okay, so that's funny. <laughs> you um, 
the thing they sent me, uh, the fantastic PR company uh, that I love to death, October Coast, is um, they were saying that you, you, they were letting me know that you had been um, in uh, the new TV series of I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. That's a funny series. And you're in season two. Oh, it's, it's so funny. I just love that show. I actually binge watched the first season, so it was super exciting to be in the second season. Yeah, it's just it's a great comedy. It's just real comedy, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, it's like my wife. It's so weird binge watching. Everybody does that now. I think since the uh, the lockdowns and whatnot, people kind of, if they didn't know how to do it before, they certainly learned how to do it then. And like, I'll try to get my wife to watch a two hour movie, and she's like, ah, it's too long, you know. Uh," I'm like, you have binge watched Love Island for 32 hours in a row. I've seen it. the tiger king could have had a baby tiger and it would have grown to, you know, you have what? 16 hours of that. Are you kidding me? And uh, she goes, yeah, but it's different. (laughs) That's really funny. I take the movie any day. Like, like I like, I like a lot of the visualizing stuff, but I don't watch much of the reality stuff, you know, or the tiger king thing. I tried to get into it. I just couldn't. I couldn't. It just made me mad. I, she she gets she does that stuff. I think she likes the the mindless escape of it, you know. I can't yeah, handle it. I walked I walked through the room the other day and she was watching one of these and I'm like, oh, is this the episode where the pretty people talk about the relationships and each other? And she's like, yeah, that's every episode of Love Island. Get out of here. <laughs> You're ruining my time. I've actually never like, seen okay. it. I've never I've never watched oh, it. Don't. Don't, Tracy. Yeah. Don't. You don't want. You don't want that in your yeah. life. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, they, they're advertising. The producers did, of the their show advertising are didn't work on my life. demographic. Oh no, me neither. Me neither. Um, but the weird thing is, I was looking at the uh, at the trades, as they say, the other day, and what I didn't realize is every country has a version of that. It's like you know, there's like. Love Island, Mozambique now, or something. You know, I mean, every demigrant, they're hitting it all, which, you know, hey, good for them. Uh, you know, yeah, everybody, it's like everybody real deserves a swimming pool. Point. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's kind of like Real Housewives at this point, where they're just everywhere. Oh, yeah. Every little burg has a, a real house. You know, it's, um, it's crazy. Hey, I hope all of yeah. your, speaking of pandemics and everything, I hope all of your people and everybody and you and everybody and, uh, was okay, made it through okay and everything. I know a lot of people haven't. And I hope in your case, everybody was good. I hope everybody's good. Everybody's good. I mean, I caught it. Um, Neil mm. Johnson, director Neil Johnson caught it. Um, my oldest mm. daughter caught it. I mean, we okay? all caught it at the beginning. Yeah, we're fine. We caught oh, it at okay. the beginning. We were very sick. We couldn't get into the hospitals because we could finish a sentence. But we also weren't positive. That's what we had until they started releasing the symptoms, you know, another month or two later. Right. But, um, yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. Um, mm. Just like everybody else. And at the beginning. Some friends. Yeah. Oh, at the beginning. Like March. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. How about you guys? Oh, man, you were trying to – We're no, we're okay. We're all right. Uh, Tracy, you were trying to upstage Tom Hanks. I can't believe it. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not <laughs> trying. I shouldn't be even joking about any of this. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen. 
listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beattie, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a nonprofit corporation raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rock's Gear, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Um, but no, yeah, I tell you the scary part. 
I re- it reminded me, and I'm not trying to be overly dramatic or anything, but when I was a, a teen, a young teen, um, AIDS had hit the mainstream, and people didn't know much about Same. it, you know, other than Same. people were dying. And it reminded me of yeah. that because at the beginning, people, I mean, I was worried, you know, I'm like, oh, man, you know, we, we don't want to, uh, you don't want to get this. And um, we exact oh, same I'm, here. I had the same impression. Friends of mine died of AIDS. I mean, it was it was everywhere. And it kind of scared right. us all into being very monogamous. <laughs> oh. You know, at a young age. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, Tracy, I was 13. That's bad news. Oh, wow. <laughs> bad news bears. Yeah. A 13 year old kid. Oh, man. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, on top of we're going to all melt in a nuclear apocalypse. <laughs> that was the other tasty <laughs> tree we were all dealing with in those days. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Well, we made it through. Okay. I know. Uh, well, we made it I'm through. And, okay. and it, yeah, thank you. Thank you. At least we're all still here and we're all still kicking. I mean, that's what matters. I'm telling you. Well, you, I have to say, you are, in, you inspire the heck out of me. Um, you know, always, um, and we, with, I've known you for a while now through the show, because yeah, we've been doing the show forever, mm-hmm. it seems. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's been ups and downs. You know, we were talking off mic uh, prior to the show about, you know, the wildfire deal. That Tracy, everybody Tracy had a, you know, she was right in the middle of that, had a big thing, uh, you know. It, but one of the things is, Tracy, about you is you, no matter what knocks you down, you get up, brush yourself off, and you're in another movie. Yeah, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, our house burned completely down, for those of you who didn't know. I mean, we were one of 600 homes in Malibu that burned Mm. to the ground. And, and, um, yeah, it was tough. It was really, really tough. But I think that I kind of just sunk myself into my work and into shooting and tried, you know, tried as best as I could because I didn't have a home anymore. And so we traveled a lot and shot a lot, and that kind of made up for it a little bit. But then had to come back and find a place when the pandemic hit because, you know, you didn't really have a place to go park, you know. Mm. So anyway, it's, it's been challenging, but, you know, yeah, you have, you, have to, you have to get up after things. You have to brush off. You have to move on because you don't have any other choice. Oh, it's a, it's amazing. It's amazing. Now, I know um, you are so prolific in your work, and there's so much going on. I am still waiting, and I'm not putting any pressure. I'm not putting any pressure <laughs> at all. Um, and I got to see the time war. Eight hours, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. And all this <laughs> stuff happened and set the, set the clock back a little bit, to pardon the pun. But... Um, yeah, you guys are in post-production of that, right? We're really far along in post-production, finally. And as mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you and I are both into time travel. But mm. as you know, um, some of the footage actually was being stored at the house, and the house burned down. So we ended up having to reshoot oh. a bunch of it. And this project yeah, went oh, from being, I know, a very long movie into expanding into a series as it just kept growing and growing because it's the director's baby. Director Neil Johnson wrote it about 15 years before I ever worked with him. And so he's been planning on making this in the way that he wanted to make it since, you know, I don't know, mid-90s or something like that. 
So it's wow. it's something we've been shooting for on and off for five years in, you know, 14, 15 countries and just a, a lot of hotel oh, rooms, yeah. i got to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, so he, it's it's very far along in post, and it's uh, I would say nice. we should be completed here in a few months, and then he can make oh, his decisions yeah. on where he's going to let it stream, and it's it's super exciting to see it come to fruition. I'm so excited! I'm geeked out. I'm geeked out about the Dune movie, and I'm geeked out about the Time War. I cannot wait to see both. Um, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> he's cool. I can't he wait to cool see Dune the- either. Oh, I'm tell- I, you know, it's 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 weird because I I have this group of heart. It's like horror. I, do you have like the, your horror friends that are almost annoying to watch a movie with because they're they're too into it? I have some sci-fi friends that are too into it and they keep oh well they're gonna mess it up and I'm like like you know you <laughs> see that but I watched Lord of the Rings and they didn't mess that up. That was pretty good. Pretty you know, friends that. are the most Maybe. critical. Friends are the most critical. Yeah, and, and I think that sometimes, kind of like when you watch Big Bang Theory, like they'll do anything to argue with you, argue the point with you, you know? Right. But, um... <laughs> oh, no. It is so true. Right? <laughs> I've never had anybody put it that way, but that is so perfect. <laughs> it is so true. The Zinga. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, did you first work with um, with him on, uh, it was Rogue Warrior, right? Was the first movie you guys did together? Or did you guys do a movie Rogue before? Warrior. Yeah, no, Rogue Warrior was the first time we, we worked together, except for I did, when I first met him, I did a voiceover role, actually. I went to a casting, and he was in post-production really? on a film. And so he says, well, I don't have anything for you right now. I'd really like to work with you. He says, but um, do you want to do this, you know, spaceship computer voice and being a sci-fi geek that I'm like, of course I want to be this spaceship computer voice. So that's kind of where it all started, you know, and we both had a lot of stuff out at the time and, and just planned on working together. And it's just such a, such a nice working arrangement that, that we've just continued working together. So it's, it's been wonderful. That's awesome. That's so cool. When you meet somebody in life, whatever you're doing in, in work, Especially entertainment, creative uh, type stuff too. It's it's real. It's weird with creative stuff because if you're both creative, um, you know you can it can either work real super well or it can be problems. <laughs> you know, it can be issues. It's very true. I love it when it works I think super you have well. To, I think I think you have to know what your strengths are and back off where your weaknesses are. And I think that's that the biggest problem people have is not knowing what the strengths are. And not knowing when they should mm-hmm. back off that somebody else's strengths are more important. And I think then you can have a really good working relationship. No, absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's the big thing. Me and my uh, me and my gal have been together. We're, we're one of those couples that have been together forever. We finally got married. We got married a month before the, uh, the world shut down. And uh, it was real oh, nice yeah. for the world, you know, to give us a year honeymoon there. Um, but uh, I'm joking, ladies and gentlemen. It was very weird. Um, I work from home. She doesn't. Oh, she suddenly did. Um, yeah, it was a, it was oh, a weird funny. deal. That's but, an adjustment. Um, oh, I'm telling you. Well, the weird, you know, it, it, it really is. Everybody was asking me. They're like, you know, are you doing okay? You know, and I'm like, yeah, it's like a Tuesday for me, man. That's what I I'm home all the time. Um, <laughs> I know yeah. the mailman's name. <laughs> you know, it's. That's funny. I used to know my male's men's name before the house burned down. I haven't 
haven't yeah, been here right. long enough. So. <laughs> there is a picture, and I, I don't mean to keep harping on this, but I'm just blown away. I was over, I was telling Tracy, I was over on her, her, um, her uh, Instagram uh, before the show, you know, just seeing what was going on. And, um, man, you've got the greatest Instagram ever. Look at all these pictures. Here's Tracy working out with a big white ball. Look at that. It's amazing. Uh, here she is, covered in blood. And uh, it's a wide assortment of really cool shots. But there's a picture here. If I, uh, I scroll down a little bit, and it shows you. You're wearing a pair of cutoff shorts. And um, you're standing in the foyer, I guess, of, I, I'm assuming, <laughs> of the there's nothing left. It looks like a Greek temple, like a ruin. Oh, I, mean, I know which picture you're talking about. Yeah, that's actually looking down. So the house is 5,500 square feet. And the entrance oh, wow. was, that was the entrance that I was standing at. And I didn't mm. think my house had burned down. So I called my neighbor, and she she was acting really funny. And she goes, well. <laughs> and so then we drove even faster. And you Literally, that's where the front door was, and the whole everything else is gone, oh, less than ten inches to the ground, like powder. You know, even Viking appliances, no sign of them, no sign of anything. Wow, yeah. that's hot. Yeah. That's that's serious. Yeah. And, you know, and this is all your stuff. This is all your stuff. You know, um, and everybody's very. You know, I, I understand we're all very postmodern, and we're all Zen, and we're like, oh, it's just. Stuff, you know, and try it. Try standing where Tracy's standing there, looking around. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Man. And it was, plus, like, my mom had passed away the year before, and so it's like, you know, I had mm. her things that were really memorable, and grandparents that had passed, that their stuff was really memorable. And it's, it's, it's quite a shock when you wake up one day and, and everything's gone, you know, but, but you learn after a while that your memories are the most important thing that you have. And um, right. you don't necessarily need reminders in order to remind you of, you know, the relationships that you no longer have and stuff like that. So it's really a, um, it's really a, a growth a process, growth I would thing. say. You have two choices. You can either get really upset and keep getting more upset, which a lot of people there, I mean, 600 homes burned just in the city. And so mm. a lot of people there did get angry and upset and it got worse. Or you can mm. try to see something in it and learn from it and find the power to move on. And I think that's really the only choice in life. Well, there you go. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. And everybody has yeah. something in their house that just annoys them. Um, you know, you just got to focus on that. You don't have to deal with that anymore. Um, well, man, you know, I think, a... I think it, it does turn you into a minimalist. You know, it does yeah. make you not want a lot of things. <laughs> Tracy's new house, it's one of those real ultra-modern, there's nothing in it, it's all white. There might be a chair. You, you know, know what? I hate to tell you this. But it's an expensive but it, chair. it is. It, 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 it is, and it wasn't all white. It wasn't all white when I bought it. And I've slowly been turning it all white and thinking through, like, the ceiling fans have to be something that I love because I may not have something on the counter. You know what I mean? That type of right. mentality. It's really, it's really interesting how it takes you over. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, my wife thinks she's like that, and she, she probably. I mean, I'm not telling her what what her interests are or whatnot, but 
she always goes on about how she loves the ultramodern thing. And I'm like, sweetie, you are, you like way too much stuff to be super modern. And there's way yeah. too many knickknacks in here. Um, yeah. That's one thing. I don't have any knickknacks. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. You don't need that. Dusting's really... No. You can use a vacuum. <laughs> Um, well, that's amazing. <laughs> Let me ask you this. In the new place, now here you are, you're in a whole new environment, and, you know, you're reading scripts and whatnot, and, um, you, you know, working on scripts and this and that. Uh, has it changed you creatively being in this new environment? Was it a, a big adjustment creatively? Um, I would say that the final product is actually the same because I've always been really in touch with my vulnerabilities, which is one thing that mm-hmm. having your house burned down will teach you, but... I will I will tell you that, um, you know, I, I did downsize. But I think that the biggest effect it's had on my creativity is that I study so much better when I can see the ocean, and I can't see the ocean where I'm at right now. And so I literally have, like, three different places in the house I keep going to trying to find a place where I feel a little more inspired or a little more influenced, and it's just it's – just, it just doesn't do it. I, I need to be able to see the ocean. It's really kind of funny, but I'll adjust as time goes on, you know? There you go. There you go. I yeah. I have these, my wife hates it. I, I'll watch, the, when, especially if I lay down to go to sleep or take a nap or something. I have these YouTube channels I've found, which are just background visuals. I and At first I thought this is before the pandemic. I'm like, hey, I found these. These are be great at a party, you know, to have on the TV going <laughs> while music's playing and whatnot, you know? Uh, you know, right. but like just ocean waves or whatever. And, and there's mm-hmm. all kinds of weird ones I found, too. Um, you know, the other day she walked in. She's like, what do you have on? I'm like, oh, it's a luxury apartment in uh, Moscow. But anyway, um, I I have to send you these links so you can at least put the ocean on your TV. <laughs> and maybe that'll right. Help. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, it's really funny because um, when I moved here, I thought, well, I can I can probably live without that and just downsize and, you know, security right. gates and stuff is probably one of the most important things. And I have everything that I need except for that. You know, it's like I, I, right. I my dad was a sailor. So I grew up, I grew up I sailing every weekend and all summer. And so it's like, it's just very inspiring to me. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a thing. Yeah. In the blood, in the blood. How's your pup? Now, I know you had a pup before, uh, a dog. Is dog okay? Is the dog Oh, well, the dog. The dog question. actually passed away. Be- the dog passed away before the fires, and oh, so. Oh, I'm so um, sorry, but glad that wasn't in the fire. Okay. Oh, man. That's a nice full life. Let's man. say, let's say he had a, a nice full life, and that's what matters. You know? Nice, nice. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. 
Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com. M i c h e l e a l b i o n dot com michellealbion dot com very very cool stuff check it out well yeah you know yeah. mom it's a movie star that's pretty cool <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, could be worse <laughs> you know? not standing on an overpass it's great um, right nice oh my gosh so that's cool. So you you're not in the same neck of the woods because um, you were in Malibu before, I believe, or somewhere around there. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not that you... far from it. I mean, I'm 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 you know easily driving distance, but 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 yeah, I, I moved away from the ocean just because after the fire, there's so much that goes on as far as negotiations and stuff that I just you know when I got oh, back yeah. from traveling and shooting, I needed to park somewhere. So I just I gotcha. chose a nice spot. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the thing to do, and you know, nest. The cool thing about nests is they don't have roots. You you can you can move them. <laughs> you know, it's, it's you can. <laughs> well, and oh, you, know, you know what's funny is when you have a house fire. 
I call it my wantometer. My wantometer broke. I didn't want anything. Mm. I didn't, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want a car. I didn't want clothes. I didn't want, I just needed what I needed every day. And then it took about a year and then a year and a half and then two years and you start going, oh, I could use this. And, oh, I could use that. <laughs> and you slowly start to actually want anything because you don't, you don't want anything. You just get what you need. And so mm. that's kind of what I did as far as housing. I just got what I needed. And then maybe I'll start wanting again someday. You know, all I all I want right now is the, is to be able to see the ocean. And I hear that there's quite a homeless problem, so I really don't want to go to the beach. No, no, you don't want to be down there. Oh no, yeah. I was just talking to a friend of mine who lives in Venice, and I guess they've been cleaning it up the last couple of days. But I'm like, oh, I hope it's my house, you know. Um, but it it's uh, yeah, bad. terrible. Yeah, yeah, it was it terrible. Day. I mean, I grew up in Detroit, and it was sounding worse than Detroit. I'm kidding, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Don't send me emails about how great Detroit <laughs> is. Um, I hope it is. When I lived there, it wasn't. That's all I'm saying. That's, oh, that's funny. No, they did. They did start to clean it up. They, they, they actually made it illegal to sleep in like the public areas and stuff. And they're trying to move them to mm. areas where. You know, people don't feel threatened walking down the sidewalk and stuff like that because there was a lot of drug use and there was a lot of violence oh, yeah. and things like that. And um, so they just started, they just passed a new law, I think a few days ago, and they started on 4th of July kind of trying to clear it out. But, you know, they have their challenges ahead of them because, you know, they I, I don't know how many of them, to, if, if they resist arrest, they can then put them in prison for six months or fine them a thousand dollars, which doesn't really make a lot of sense when you're talking about people that are homeless. So yeah, they don't have a thousand you know, bucks. Yeah, so they don't have $10. Yeah, it's com- completely unclear. I just think that, you know, if you care about your yard and your things, you know, outside that you have to live somewhere where there's gates and where that can't happen. Right. Absolutely. Well, I feel bad for a lot of the, I have a friend of mine who owns a, a, a little restaurant, Beast Wine Bar type thing in uh, Austin, down off 6th Street, and they have the same thing happening there. And, you know, customers are getting, the, you know, on top of COVID, you know, that's it's hard for to get customers to come in to go through all that. You know, you're asking a lot. Um, yeah. It's, it's a crazy world. And it's great that Tracy... Is helping us have a little moment, at least a few moments, maybe an hour or two, to escape all of that. Uh, so <laughs> glad you're working, Tracy. <laughs> that you. helps, you know. Very true. Thank you. Very true. Well, that's awesome. So you're in. Um, you've got uh, stuff coming out. We've got the uh, the time where it'll probably be this fall or winter. I'm thinking, right? And then yeah, it's um, gonna be very soon. Yeah. Which is nice. amazing. Yeah. Can you believe it's August? Am I the only one in the world that that freaks out? It seemed like it was just Christmas, like a well, week ago. See, you, you know? work from home. You work from home too, so you have like seven days a week. You don't know what day it is. And so when another month <laughs> goes by, it kind of brings it around to you that it's been four weeks. You know. <laughs> and with sure. the pandemic on top of it, and it's just oh, you know, so what true. do we know? We know Trash Day. <laughs> There's not a lot to do for the days of the week, let alone the month. No, no. And then they just moved our. We have two now. We have trash day, and they moved the bulk pickup day to the day after. So we're all like 
confused in our neighborhood. We're like walking out, oh, what's going on? What day is it? Do I put the oh, sofa out now? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and then a it's holiday crazy. comes and we don't know if they're pushing it or not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> and the weird thing is an, we're probably one of the youngest people, and I'm not putting anybody down or throwing shade, but, you know, it's South Florida where we live. Um, so there's a lot of senior citizen uh, homeowners and whatnot around us. So they don't work either. Mm-hmm. So they're, you know, Got on it. a weird, you know, it's it's crazy. It's zany. It's zany. So that's cool. That is cool. And, folks, you can watch, um, you can see Tracy in season two of I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. Um, that's cool. How did that gig come about, Tracy? Did you just get a script one day or agent called? Or, I am my agent you. called my manager. It was actually kind of a traditional audition. And we were already, mm. you know, into the pandemic, so it was taped. And then, you know, then they call you again and they call you again and then, it was just very traditional, and then they schedule it. But I was just super excited because it's the, you know, nice. Saturday Night Live type nice. humor, and you know, Tim Robinson's amazing, and so I just it, it was it was really a nice a nice break from all the drama to go immerse myself in some outrageous comedy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I first uh, came across him. Uh, he did a series that was based in Detroit. Him and this guy were advertising, trying to be advertising people. And uh, all mm-hmm. my Detroit friends that I grew up with called, and they're like, this is the funniest thing in the world. You've got to watch this. <laughs> it's when, called Detroit. When the, I think you should leave, I, I watched it. And it was still hilarious. Everything around that. Yeah. Very, very funny. And Sam Richardson's still in it. And I think Sam Richardson was in nice. Detroiters with him. Yeah. It's like yep. his, one of his best friends. Yeah. So it's kind oh, of awesome. That's cool, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very cool. Oh, man. Well, that's awesome that you guys are doing well and, and, you know, just making it happen. That's very, very cool. That's awesome. Let's not, I'm thinking, I was trying to think the last time you were, we talked, you were on the show, was, um, oh, it was the, the Jenna movie, I think, if memory serves. Well, who's Jenna and Rogue Warrior? I, was, I had the lead in, female lead in both of those, and they actually shot a week apart from each other. So they kind oh, of wow. shot at the same time, got released at this very similar time. So, yeah, I'm sure that's the last time that I talked to you. Mm. And I've been working solid ever since. It's just that everything's going to come out all at once. So it's kind of exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Well, that's just it. And, you know, it's, it's crazy. You know, uh, everybody's streaming. And I imagine these streaming uh, platforms are really wanting content, you know, because everybody's – that's how – the culture has changed, you know. That's how people are watching stuff now, and um, that's great for someone in your business because that means <laughs> it the is. work continues. It does. <laughs> it does. And nice. you know, I think that there's so much content out there, but we all, as humans, always want more. You know, so it's just, oh, it's, it's kind of an amazing time right now. Completely. Well, the great thing about movies and television or any of that is it especially i don't know if it's just americans either i think it really is a global thing it's it's affordable entertainment you know um used to be uh people spend a lot you know going to movies wasn't so cheap (laughs) you know once you well not even not even that when you think about it we used to pay for you know internet that you know and then Mm. cable and then the movie channels 
And although we all probably have three or four streaming services, it's still cheaper than cable was with the movie channels. So I think it was a natural progression. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We've got a whole bunch of those those Roku's in, like, the guest room and our bedroom and places like that. Um, that we watch the stuff on, and they they have they have a new thing where it's just it's it's like watching cable. It's all of your channels, and you scroll through it. And I'm like, are we paying for this? My wife's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of the service. Yeah. I'm like, fantastic. I said, we're not paying for it. Nobody's going to jail, right? <laughs> She's like, no, you know, <laughs> it's included. It's yeah. that Detroit in me that worries, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> Anyhow, anyhow. Well, very cool. Well, Tracy, let's not wait three years or whatever long it's been, um, you know, especially with uh, everything happening. I uh, I can't wait to talk to you again and, and just hear more, you know. I want more. Okay, like that. sounds more. great. <laughs> very sounds cool. Great. Well, when everything comes out, we'll have to talk again. Absolutely, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, I forgot to mention, and I, I before I forget, we have a link to Tracy's website up right there. Follow when this is converted to a podcast, that link follows the podcast. It's very easy to get to. It's tracybirdsall.com, and what a cool website it is! And you can get to all of her social media right there. I I tell people I know I harp on this, but it doesn't matter what if you like and. Uh, a cool actress or, you know, an indie film or uh, some band or something, like and share their social media. It's the world we live in. It helps a lot. Uh, it helps get the word out. And uh, Tracy's no different. It's What a great website, Tracy. Whenever, uh, I don't know who made this or if you did it, but whoever did, next time you see them or her, uh, you know, buy them a cup of coffee. They earned it. I like this. Okay, thank nice you. Nice website. <laughs> Very yeah, cool. Appreciate it. Awesome. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us today. We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow we're continuing on. We have uh, our horror authors uh, on. And I, I said it before. I said it over on my Patreon, too, that we're going to start doing this once a month. I like having uh, mixing literature in with the uh, the bands and movie folk. Uh, it's just interesting. I think it makes the show a little more well-rounded. And tomorrow we're continuing that. So if you're into uh, horror and rock and roll, you'll want to tune in tomorrow. Um, It's fantastic. Very, very cool. We will see everybody then. Tracy, keep doing what you're doing because you're super good at it, you know? Thank you, Jamie. I appreciate it. It was good chatting with you again. Absolutely. I'll talk to you soon. Well, folks, we will see you next time. Yep. Have a good one. And, uh, yes, from Broward County, I will say it, wear your mask when you go out. Super important. And be nice to the people working. They don't need to hear if you, whatever your opinion is on the corporation they work for, they don't have any control of the rules. So uh, yelling at them ain't going to make a difference. Just be nice, get your stuff, and move on with your day. Super simple. And it gets me out of there quicker, too, if I'm behind you. Love it. Talk to you soon, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio.
Tämä oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hej, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.